TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Back by popular demand, we have on the Rust Report with ESPN AM 1520, a noted author and journalist, Paulette Cooper, and she has a new book out now, Was Elvis Jewish? Plus hundreds of other amazing and amusing anecdotes no rabbi ever told you. To tell you a little bit about Paulette Cooper, she's an American author, well known for her activism against the Church of Scientology and the subsequent harassment she suffered from Scientologists. This was seen on A&E recently across the globe with Leah Remini. Paulette's 23 books have sold hundreds of thousands of copies and she has won eight prestigious writing Awards. Our guest today, backed by popular demand, Paulette Cooper. Now, one tidbit in your book, Was Elvis Jewish, was about Steven Spielberg. And a topic in the book is, why did a napkin cost Steven Spielberg $100 million? Tell us about that, Paulette Cooper. Well, when he proposed to his wife, he wrote, this was I believe his first wife, and Amy Adams, and he wrote the prenup on a napkin at a restaurant, and the judge said no way, and it was uh, disallowed, and he had to pay her $100 million, which I believe at the time was half of his money. Now, of course, he is worth billions. Okay, now, in the book also, and it has a funny caricature of Elvis with a microphone with uh, a Jewish star and bell-bottom pants, and then I believe we have some rabbis on the bottom of the book. You talk about uh, someone who had a nose job from hell. Let's hear about that nose job, Paulette Cooper. Well, the you all saw the movie, I'm sure, Dirty Dancing, and incidentally, the that's a great love story, but that's only on the screen. In reality, Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey hated each other. They had been in a movie together earlier, and uh, their animosity stemmed from that. After the movie, she became so famous, she decided to have a nose job. Well, the problem is that she had a, a, a sort of a slightly distinctive nose, and after the nose job, she looked like any other actress in Hollywood. And she never was able to get a good role as a result. So even she, by the way, would call it the nose job from hell. Okay. Now, one thing that's interesting, and uh, I know uh, the play very well because I was in it in high school, was Anna Frank. And um, you say that the Japanese are obsessed with Anna Frank. Why were they so interested? in this young woman who died at a very young age in World War II. Yes, in fact, she would be 87 years old today had she not died in Bergen-Belsen concentration camp. But the Japanese, they just love it. They're taught her story in textbooks in school. 
and they go to visit. They're the second most uh, common visitor to Anne Frank House. And part of it is, many of them think she's their soulmate. Uh, part of it just has to do with uh, their love of manga comics. They, her story has been turned into many, many of these comics. And they also love something called Anim. And so they've just taken this tremendous liking to Anne Frank. Hmm. It, it seems so bizarre because it's uh, thousands of miles away and it wasn't part of right. World War II it, that the Japanese were involved in. I could see their interest in Pearl Harbor and, right, right. and the fighting in the Pacific. Right. But it, it's unusual they'd be so interested in something taking place in Amsterdam. Right, but also the Chinese are probably more pro-Jewish than many of the other uh, residents in many other countries because they feel that Jews are great business people. So they have all kinds of books in Chinese, I understand, you know, uh, market like the Jews and so on. And We might consider that a, a little offensive, obviously I'm Jewish, but um, <laughs> that's the way it is over there. Now I had the pleasure of meeting William Shatner, who by the way is of Polish descent, oh, really? and we've invited him to lead the Pulaski Day Parade with actress Loretta Swit, but he never answers, but he is of Polish descent, uh, William Shatner, and in the book you talk about how uh, he and Leonard Des Moines uh, got along, and it made uh, some headlines because when William Shatner was here for the Red Cross Ball, he did not go to the funeral, and he said to the 700 people in Palm Beach, Florida, I made a commitment, and I have to keep my commitment. That's why I can't go to the funeral. But he said he had great uh, love for the man, but what did he really feel about <clears throat> Yeah, The whole thing was ridiculous because he said that there was a scheduling conflict, but he had his own plane, Shatner, and he could have very, very easily gone to Nimoy's funeral. They did not like each other, and... Uh, it was generally thought that Shatner was jealous of the incredible amount of mail and fan mail that Nimoy got, that he was not getting. He was the, Nimoy was the one that was, uh, was the more popular one. So that is what was the story people felt behind his not going to the funeral of his, uh, his so-called best buddy. Well, uh, Paulette Cooper is a noted journalist, and I'm sure you did very good research to come up with that. Oh yes, I've been spending. I spent a year researching this book. Was Elvis Jewish? Mm -hmm. Just a lot of fun, light things. I know a lot of people think it's just about Elvis, but it's uh, uh, almost 200 pages of just interesting facts about Jews and Judaism, because so many. Jewish books are either they're very heavy or they're very just joking books. This is in between. You learn, but you have fun while you're doing it. Now, if someone listening to the Rusk Report in Montreal or Buffalo or Washington, D.C., would like to buy this book, was Elvis Jewish by Paulette Cooper. I understand it's available on Amazon. What is the cost? How do people purchase this book? Yeah, it's available on Amazon for $19.95. It's a great gift, by the way. It's also available, though, on Kindle for $9.95. So if you go to Amazon.com, you can make all the arrangements to yes. purchase this by credit card? Yes. For those who just tuned in, our guest today is noted author and journalist Paulette Cooper. We've had her on this program. You may have seen her on national TV on numerous occasions uh, regarding Scientology. 
and uh, the book that came out a year ago was one you couldn't put down, The Unbreakable Miss Lovely, about all the torture this young woman went through, uh, both in her youth and um, from the Scientologist. It's a book you can't put down, and there's a beautiful picture of her on the cover. I think she must be in her 20s yes, on I the was, cover. I, I was 29. I was not a Scientologist. I was an investigative reporter, and I began looking into Scientology and found a lot of really bad things that were going on, and I wrote the first book against them, and then, boy, did they come after me, which has now become the subject of this book called The Unbreakable Miss Lovely. But I also have written 23 books on many subjects, even though I guess I'm best known for my activism against Scientology. But I write about dogs, I write about cats, and then this was an area that interested me because nobody had written a book like this of just interesting, interesting facts about Jews, famous Jews, and Judaism. Western New Yorkers love their traditions, and the Ampol Legal has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper, as well as recipes and the calendar of events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the Ampol Legal. The Ampol Legal is available in many Tops and Wegman stores for home delivery. Call 716-835-835. 9454, that's 716-835-9454 to have the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. Now, if you're listening on the East Coast of the 17 states we blanket with ESPN Radio, drop us a note. We'll share your thoughts and comments with Paulette Cooper, our guest. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. I'd like to mention that uh, in 2015, again, Tony Ortega released the book about Paulette Cooper entitled The Unbreakable Miss Lovely. Our guest today, Paulette Cooper, on The Rusk Report. Let's talk a little bit more about topics in the book. Now, you mentioned about Christopher Columbus. I thought he was Italian. Now we're learning that uh, he may have had <laughs> Jewish roots. What's the truth about Christopher Columbus? Yes, well, he probably was Jewish, and in 1492, Jews were expelled from Spain. And people think that Isabel and Ferdinand financed his voyage here, but in fact, it was financed by two rabbis and someone who was secretly Jewish. And there were many indications in his correspondence that he was Jewish. Okay. Now let's talk a little bit about Barbara Streisand. Um, you mentioned before the taping, uh, her cousin was refused Israeli citizenship. Why is that, Paulette Cooper? Oh, well, her cousin was uh, Harry Krishna and had joined a, a, a Jesus cult and so on, and then when he wanted to convert... Excuse me, when he wanted to move to Israel, uh, suddenly all that disappeared from his Facebook page. So that was why they, they questioned whether or not he really was sincere when he said he wanted to become Jewish. And uh, Barbara Streisand could have helped him, but she did not. And incidentally, Barbara Streisand 
was almost the wife of the, no, would have been the mother, uh, stepmother of Pierre Trudeau, because... Is that right? Not Pierre, uh, Justin. Justin Trudeau, right, the Prime Minister right, of Canada. because she was, years ago, she was engaged to uh, Pierre Trudeau. She even learned French and supposedly accepted the proposal, and in oh. the end didn't marry him. But it would have been interesting to have Barbara Streisand as the first stepmother in Canada today. Okay, all right. Now, uh, let's talk about who the Jew everyone thinks is Italian. Who is that? Oh, uh, James Kahn. You'll remember he played the hot-headed Sonny Corleone in, in, in The Godfather. Godfather. Mm -hmm. And he's so allied with being Italian that he even got turned down by a country club that he applied to, and they were saying, you know, oh, you're a made guy. Well, he's not. His, he's Jewish. His father was a meat dealer in the Bronx. Hmm, very interesting. Okay, I have uh, met this gentleman, Chelsea Clinton's uh, father-in-law, as he lives in Buffalo, New York. I've met him a few times. And there's a, there's a bizarre case of Chelsea Clinton's father-in-law with a Nigerian scam. What is that all about, Paulette Cooper? Yes, I wrote about that in uh, Was Elvis Jewish. It's, it was very odd. At the beginning, when, the, when people were not that knowledgeable about the internet, there were all kinds of scams going around. They were called a Nigerian scam. One was a, a black money scam. That's the one he gave millions to. They sent people letters and they said that they were trying to get money out of the country but that it had been marked in black and that if they would pay a lot of money for a special ink, the money would be usable. And he was dumb enough to fall for it. And then when he lost about $3 million, he tried to get it back by telling other people about this useless ink. And he was sentenced to five years in jail. Now, you were saying before the taping that there's a famous uh, Jewish historical story that is all wrong. What, what is that story all oh, about? Oh, right. Most people think it's true that when the Danes in World War II, the people in Denmark, were ordered to all wear Jewish armbands, which happened in a lot of countries mm -hmm. in Europe, that rather than just having the Jews wear it, that the Danish all put it on, even the king put it on, so that the Jews could not be distinguished. And that story started because it was written about in Exodus, the book and in the movie Exodus, you'll remember that. And it turns out it was completely false. It was just made up by the Danish Bureau to give, make them look good. Not true. I'd like to mention that uh, Paulette Cooper's husband, Paul Noble, is a very well-regarded uh, former television executive and of a, has a great reputation in the television industry, her husband, uh, Paul Noble. Let's talk about Israelis investigating the DNA of dog poop. Now, why would anybody be <laughs> investigating dog poop? <laughs> most, most people want to get rid of it. They don't want to know more about it. Right. Actually, it's okay. going on all through the United States also. What happens is that there are people who are not picking up after their dogs, and then they walk away, and no one knows who done it. So it turns out that throughout the U.S. and in Jerusalem, they did DNA analysis of dog poop. First, they, they make the dog provide a sample, uh -huh. and then they can compare it and know who is not picking up after their dog. 
Okay. Well, there's a reason for this. Now, the uh, movie Dirty Dancing, there's a love story in that. What's the validity, the truth of this love story Oh, they hated in Dirty it. Dancing? Yes. You remember Patrick Swayze yes. and Jennifer Grey, and they're doing all this dirty dancing together. Right. Yes, and very well. And they fall in love in the Catskills. And by the way, the, it was not even filmed in the Catskills. It was filmed in Virginia. But anyway, it turned out that they had been in a movie earlier together and hated each other then. And then they ended up back in a movie, and it was very bad at first. The chemistry was terrible. And finally, the producer said, look, <laughs> you better make believe you love each other. It was the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. So they were able to fake it. Now, Jack the Ripper. Ah. Okay. Was he Jewish? No. You know, every few years there's another alleged Jack the Ripper. And then the... British press wrote this whole thing that they thought it was this uh, orthodox butcher, but the person they said was Jack the Ripper couldn't speak English, he only spoke Yiddish, and the letters left by Jack the Ripper were, uh, you know, they were all in English, and then they said, oh, the DNA proves it, that's how we know. Well, it turns out it's the kind of DNA that, that belongs to a tremendous number of people in the population. So it's, it was all nonsense. Now if one wants to buy the book again, it's in front of me, and again the whole title of the book is, was Elvis Jewish plus hundreds of other amazing and amusing anecdotes no rabbi ever told you by Paulette Cooper. How do people buy this book, Paulette Cooper? Yes, it's available on Amazon both as a paperback for 19.95 and a Kindle for 9.95. Again, for those who just tuned in to the Rusk Report, you're listening to ESPN AM 1520, blanketing 17 states. This station has received letters as far away as Scandinavia, New Zealand. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We always greet cards and letters from our Canadian and European listeners. Again, for those who just tuned in, a little information about Paulette Cooper, noted author and journalist. She's an American author well known for her activism against the Church of Scientology and the subsequent harassment she suffered from Scientologists. This was seen around the world on A&E with Leah Remini. She has authored 23 books they sold hundreds of thousands of copies, and Paulette Cooper has won eight well-regarded writing awards. Our guest today on the Rust Report on ESPN AM 1520. Now, you have some tidbits about the popular show that's rerun all over the world, Everybody Loves Raymond. What is that about? I don't think most people realize, but... He is Jewish, Raymond. No. Yes. Uh, okay. His real name, last name, I think, is Gerstenfeld. And I think one reason people don't think he's Jewish or don't automatically think that is he's six foot four and a quarter. And uh, most Jews are not that tall. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why. He's that tall. Six foot four and a quarter. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're getting the truth today. Again, the book is Was Elvis Jewish by... Paulette Cooper on the Rust Report on ESPN AM 1520. Now, let's talk about how a Jew saved the real Downton Abbey. What happened there, Paulette Cooper? Yes, High Clare Castle. 
was owned by somebody who was going to go bankrupt trying to keep the place up. It was so large. And he married a woman with a dowry of, I think it was five, it would be five, 50 million today. And she happened to be the illegitimate daughter of the famous Alfred de Rothschild. Hmm. And okay. that's what saved Downton Abbey. All right. Now you have some information in this book, Was Elvis Jewish, that's available uh, with Amazon about Jerry Stringer with the popular show that's broadcast all over the world. What's that all about? Yeah, he was actually, he was the mayor of Cincinnati at one point. What happened was that he was a councilman and he went to see a prostitute and foolishly wrote her a check. And when the prostitute's place was raided, they found the check. Mm -hmm. And that, for most people, would have been the end of his career, but mm -hmm. it wasn't because he got on the air and he was so honest that people decided that he really liked, he, they liked him and he became mayor and from there became a talk show host, etc. Now, Elvis, even though he's been dead for decades, is still a hot item. I was up in Canada an hour and a half hour and a half north of Toronto and we saw an Elvis show in Gravenhurst, Ontario and it was packed. What else can you tell us about Elvis Presley? Well the first couple of pages of my book deal with the fact that Elvis's mother's grandmother, that would have made it his great-grandmother, was actually Jewish. Mm -hmm. And Elvis knew this and he wore the Jewish high symbol it's called and he wore a cross with it. And he was asked once, well, why do you have the Jewish and the Christian symbol both around your neck? And he said, I don't want to be kept out of heaven on a technicality. <laughs> so, well, and also he was so famous for starting out with gospel music yes. that he sang, which he, well, he sang also, beautifully. Yeah, and probably also heard a lot of uh, Jewish music. A, a rabbi lived upstairs, and he used to do work for him. He was what was called a Shabbos Goy which is a non-Jew who does things the Jews are not supposed to do on the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. so. Okay, let's learn from Paulette Cooper, the author of Was Elvish Jewish? And this is available through Amazon for all of our listeners uh, throughout the east coast of the United States, half of Canada, also as far away as Scandinavia, New Zealand. Uh, what about the truth regarding dead sea salt? Oh, probably useless. <laughs> Okay. That's the bottom line. <laughs> Do you want to talk a little bit about why uh, Jews eat Chinese food at Christmas? Well, for one thing, they probably go to Chinese restaurants then because they're open and there's space there then because most non-Jews have a big Christmas dinner, but Jews save their big dinner for Passover. But in addition, if people are uncomfortable, say, eating pork, it, you can't see it when it's all chopped up and fried. And also, more religious Jews don't want to mix, mix meat and milk, but there's very little dairy in Chinese food anyway. So, it also a lot of the same ingredients with, you know, onions and garlic, and uh, so uh, it's become quite the tradition to go and have Chinese food at uh, Christmas time. Okay, marijuana cookies. <laughs> um, you wouldn't expect uh, them to be at the Hadassah Hospital. How do marijuana cookies uh, 
get offered at Hadassah Hospital. Well, it's like medical marijuana. It, mm -hmm. it helps people. And this right. has been going on for a few years that they've been quietly giving the, these cookies up for people who are very ill. Mm -hmm. And in fact, the man who makes it, I think his name, the name of his company is Canna Bliss. And his name is not listed in any phone books or anything. It's sort of all hush-hush that this is being done. So, I'd like to mention, uh, coming up on the Rusk Report, we'll have Ambassador Eric Javits, and I'd like to thank those who called regarding our recent guest, financier Ben Gordon, Bob King, the founder of Human Scale uh, with furniture throughout the world, and Jordan Mulligan regarding tourism in Ontario, uh, Canada. Let's uh, uh, talk about Joan Rivers, the late Joan Rivers, great comedian. Uh, she had a solution to the Middle East problem. What was that, Paulette Cooper? Her solution was that all Palestinians should get nose jobs because then they would be afraid to have anybody hit them and spoil their nose. So we should send over, she said, all the great plastic surgeons over to that area. Very good. Again, I'm sorry we have to uh, cut the show uh, short. We've had many times on the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520 noted author and journalist Paulette Cooper. Her book is available through Amazon. The book is Was Elvis Jewish? Plus hundreds of other amazing and amusing anecdotes your no rabbi ever told you. Paulette Cooper um, it's a lot of fun. It's a good, quick read. We recommend it to all our listeners on the Rust Report with ESPN AM 1520. Special thanks to Kevin Carr, Director of Production for the past 15 years. Thank you for enlightening us about your new book, Was Elvis Jewish? Author Paulette Cooper. Have a great week. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.